Thank you so much for tuning in to our church podcast. You can go to atarapentecost.com for questions about services and how to donate. We pray that you are blessed by this message today. God bless. We were going to Bible studies. I remember that first Search for Truth Bible study with member uh, Ken Whitmire. Just a great Bible study. I remember going there and that first lesson and I asked him about everything. Bigfoot, aliens, you name it. <laughs> he had an answer for just about every question I had. And I went back to work and I said, you got to come to this Bible study. This guy can answer any question you, you've ever thought about asking. And uh, anyway, great times, great memories. And I was just going through the other day and looking at some of the lessons we taught for Purpose Institute. And I thought, boy, those are some great lessons. And I know that was a few years ago, but, uh, boy, those lessons are timeless. They, they really are. So, anyway, congratulations to all of you that are uh, participating in that. Praise God. Well, um, the pastor, he had, he had asked me yesterday morning, um, you know, if everything was going to be all right with me for teaching. And I said, yeah, yeah, I've already got my lesson because... I was going over it Monday night and and all of that, and I told him it was gonna what it was on and everything, and 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 then yesterday after Monday and yesterday, I was driving home, and I was you know just getting all kinds of phone calls, and uh, and it hit me. You know what? You know what I'm gonna I'm gonna change what I'm teaching on. I'm gonna teach on. What everybody's looking for right now, some guarantees. <laughs> I can't tell you how many calls I got from people. Is my money guaranteed? Is it safe? I had people calling me up and saying, I got too much money at the bank. I got to get it out of there today. Where can I put it? Panicking. I, I mean... I had a guy today call me up, and I was like, whoa, he's really out there. But uh, people are, there's all kinds of stuff. And anyway, so, and I don't blame them. It's, uh, it, it, it's, it's pretty scary, right? And so, anyway. Our hope and trust and confidence is in the Lord. This life is but a vapor here today, gone tomorrow. Solomon said it best. It's all vanity anyway. The kids or somebody else will get the house, the cars, the money, all of that. It really doesn't matter. It depends. Where is the soul going to go for all of eternity? And the kids only get to enjoy it for a little bit anyway, right? So... What what does a man profit if he gain the whole world and lose his soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange of his soul? Nothing, right? And so, anyway, praise God. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I've got my opinions on, I don't know if, um, you know, if this leads to uh, the... Uh, the nationalization of the banking system that could lead to that. Um, or that just could be projected out there to 
um, cause some stability in uh, depositors to think that uh, that uh, all of their deposits are safe. So who knows what is going to happen? Um, don't really know long term what is going to happen. But um, what I'm hoping for is that the feds only do a quarter point increase next week. <laughs> so that's that's what I'm hoping for. And I'm hoping that he looks at market stability and not worried so much about inflation. I think that they've caused enough headaches and issues with the rapid rate increase that they did last year. And they need to just let it sit and let things settle for a little bit. So anyway, we'll see what happens. If he raises a half a point next week, I think we're in some real trouble. So with the stock market anyway, so we'll see what happens. But our, our hope's not in the banking system and it's not in Wall Street. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got a question, comment, Felisa? Oh, I thought you wanted a comment. Okay. Amen. It is. It's he's in control. Uh, you know, somebody said, has it ever occurred to you that nothing's ever occurred to the Lord? He's never been surprised by anything. He, he didn't wake up on the day after election and go, what? The election? I thought, I thought Trump had it. <laughs> He's not like that. There isn't, there isn't one thing that surprises him. <laughs> so he's got it all figured out. Amen. He gets to the point where he says, look, don't even fear man. The worst that they can do is kill your body. But the soul will live on for all of eternity. I know that's a tough one because we love life, right? But we just have to believe that Christians never die. We continue on. Amen. Praise God. Well, I got to get in this lesson. So let's see here. See if I can get this all figured out. Uh-oh. I got to find that app on my phone, Cliff. Let's see. I got it right there. Top pro. Photos. I'm going to go down here. And we're going to talk about, oh, how come it's not working? Some guarantees. Ah. Oh. Isn't it nice? Isn't that a word you want to hear? Guarantees? <laughs> Man, I mean, I had people calling me up. One lady, she said, she was serious. She says, Jeff, do you think New York life is financially stable, sta more stable than the United States government? <laughs> and so I said, well, yeah, but here's the thing, right? is that uh, I told her it's like this. One day in Mexico, everybody woke up and their currency was devalued by 10%. So what that meant is the guy that had $100,000 in the bank, the next morning when he woke up, he had 10000 And the guy that had a million dollars in the bank, the next morning when he woke up, he had 100000 He was still 10 times richer than the other guy. 
So we're all in the same boat. <laughs> so I told her, just don't worry about it. <laughs> anyway, all right. But there's a lot of people taking advantage of people uh, with fear. Uh, I had one lady call me up today, and she said how they're getting ready to pass a bill and that if you vote for Trump, they're going to raise the price of your gasoline and, and uh, because, and she says they're doing it in China already, and, and she was, you know, she's like 78, and she doesn't have a lot of money, but she's got a little bit of money, and I've been helping her for years, and I had to tell her, I said, every of all of your money, only 10,000 of it's not guaranteed. All the rest is guaranteed. And, and here's the thing is that we're not at the point of if you're a member of one political party, you're going to get locked up or they're going to seize your assets. But this is the stuff that she's hearing and seeing and She's panicking today. So anyway, lots of crazy stuff. But I want to talk to you about some guarantees, not financial guarantees, because those are hard to come by. I'm talking about real guarantees. I didn't bring my Bible in. I left it in there. But anyway, if you can see the Bible, I'm talking about biblical guarantees that you can put your whole life on. Amen. These are guarantees. But hold on a second. You know, you have to go to Google to find out if everything's true, right? And if it's on Google, doesn't that mean it's true? Well, you can always check true or false with the uh, fact checkers, but then it turns out that they're having to, they're having to fact check the fact checkers. <laughs> so, anyway... You know, I mean, so that's just crazy stuff. And so when you got kids like I do that are younger and this is how they live is through this media. And and so it's so easy to just if it's if it comes up in a news feed, it's got to be true. Right. So anyway. So, like this guy, maybe you're like him. What is truth? What can we actually know is guaranteed? Well, uh, the Bible says, Jesus says, thy word is truth. Amen. Now, there's a lot out there that claims to be true, but the one place that we can go to is the word of God. Thy word is truth. Praise God. Amen. Thy word is truth. You know, and I've taught lessons on this before, and we can prove this through history. I mean, the Bible is the world's greatest book of history of the old world, right? It really, really is. Archaeology, it's set by the Bible, you take a look in the last 150 years of all the things that they've dug up that pertain to the Bible. And you know where they, where they get their map from? Right there. Amen. Science proves the Word of God, 
Prophecy proves the, the word of God. Amen. So we know it's true. The thing about the word of God is, is this. And I've said this before, but the Bible, it's different than any other book, right? It doesn't uh, just contain the word of God. It is the word of God. The whole thing from Genesis to Revelation, right? It's supernatural in origin, right? It's eternal in duration. It's universal in interest. But with that, it's personal in application. You, wherever you are in your life, it talks to you personally. Even though it's so universal in interest, this is the reason why it's because it's a living book, right? It, it really is. It's inspired in totality, and it's infallible in authority. It's the ultimate authority. In fact, this is what will judge the world, is this book, the 66 books of the Bible. And if you've got a book that didn't make it in there, I'm sorry. That's not part of it. Right? It didn't make the fact checkers. <laughs> it didn't make the list. But it's not, a just, it's not a book about God and his people. Just about, it's not just a book about God and his people, but it's the only book out there that shows you, that has the audacity to tell you how everything was created, the history of man upon the earth, what will happen to man, what is the end result of man, and it says over and over, and the Lord said, and the Lord spoke, and thus saith the Lord. It's God speaking directly. It's not just a book about God, but it has the audacity to claim this is what God said, right? There is no other book like this. Amen. I got all of those things from an old Bible that my mom found in an antique store from a lady that was a German Baptist in the 1800s and one of the first pilgrims coming out here in Waitsburg. And, she, and, and I thought about her life. She had this Bible and it was all written up in these deep thoughts. And I thought, you know, there was no TV. There was no radio. She probably lived on a wheat farm out there. That's what the people did, dry land wheat farming back then. And so I probably didn't have a newspaper. Uh, you did your chores. You worked all day. And then by the candlelight, she poured through that Bible. And she had that written in there. She said, this book will keep you from sin, and sin will keep you from this book. <sighs> Boy, I tell you what. I, Lord willing, I meet her when we get to the other side. <laughs> Amen. Here's a guarantee. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. Woo! 
that's a guarantee. You can stamp that. God says, hey, it's all going to pass away except my word. It's eternal in duration, right? Oh, man. All people are like grass, and their glory is like the flowers of the field. People are like grass. And the most glorious of men are no more than flowers. They spring up for a little bit, and they're pretty glamorous for a while. But can you tell me who was the, I don't know, NFL MVP in 1958? No idea. Can you tell me who was the, I mean, you could Google it. Could you tell me who was the Academy Award winner leading actor in 1942? Who knows? Who cares? Right? But at that time, oh boy, the paparazzi and all that stuff. So the glory of man is kind of like a flower. It springs up for a little bit, and then it's gone. People forget all about you. Right? They do. They forget all about you. Amen. The grass withereth and the flower fall, but the word of the Lord endures forever. Woo, are you looking for some guarantees? You won't find it on Wall Street. You're not going to find it at the bank. Amen. Not even New York life as good as they are. <laughs> I don't know how long their guarantees will last. But these last forever. Right? I can guarantee you this, young people, that in six days, God made the heavens and the earth. Whew. It didn't take him billions and billions of years because he couldn't get it right. <laughs> it took him six days. Somebody said, do you really believe God made the heavens and the earth in seven days? I said, no. He did it in six. <laughs> right? Oh, Exodus 20:11. Who knows what's going on there? The Ten Commandments. Boom, right there. God says, "Hey, Moses, get this part down." Moses didn't think that those were 6,000 thousand-year days either, or 10,000 or whatever you want to call it. God is not the author of confusion. And the very first people ever created, made, was at, was that Grant? No. It kind of looks like Grant. Yeah. You said it, not me. All right. Okay. Is Adam and Eve. He made them both male and and female, and there was nothing in between. Yes, Brother Ollie. Well, an apple, yeah, but I mean, I mean there was no other in-between gender. <laughs> he made them male and female. A blue one and a pink one, okay. So we know that, right? Somehow this got mixed up. Here we go. And it wasn't God's plan 
for the world to suffer. But because Eve was deceived and Adam sinned, they got booted and death and decay entered in. Somebody said, Boy, if God was, if there was really a God, we wouldn't have all this death and destruction. No, that's not true because God, he didn't intend it to be that way, right? And because of man's sin, sin reigns upon the earth. It really does. But the good news is from the very first time or when Adam and Eve were banished and God was pronouncing judgment, he then gives the promise of the coming Messiah and he uses the woman whom the adversary deceived. And he said, oh, you think you've pulled a fast one on me by deceiving the woman, but guess what? Through the woman is going to come the Savior of all mankind. Amen. So we find it. It's a guarantee, the promise. Amen. And then I want to switch to Abraham. Abraham's an amazing individual and character. If you realize there's 50 chapters in Genesis, the first 11 chapters deal with 2,000 years of man's timeline. 2,000 years. And it deals with humanity as a whole. And all of a sudden, the Bible narrows into one man. And for the next 13 chapters is just on one man's life. The next 13 chapters. And then the remaining 26 deal with his son, grandson, and great-grandson. The Bible says this and teaches us about Abraham. And he believed in the Lord and he counted to him for righteousness. He believed God and God counted unto him for righteousness. That's why he has the moniker, the father of the faithful, right? Father Abraham. He is, it all goes back to Abraham. And the whole thing, we're saved by faith. And it all starts with Abraham. But I got a little asterisk down there, two points I wanted to bring out. Okay? And the two points I want to bring out are this, is that when God makes a promise, it's not always on your time, but it will always be more than you can ever think about or comprehend. Abraham, he said, I don't have an heir other than this one individual. Am I going to have a child? God says, Abraham, get over here. Look up. See all those stars? Trust me. You're going to have more from you than the stars in the heaven. God always does more than what man can comprehend. He always does. And the other thing that I love about God's promise, 
is even if in the waiting of God's promise to be fulfilled in your life, if you mess up, that's what Abraham did. He messed up. He thought, okay, all right, maybe you're right. Okay, Hagar, come on in. And they got an Ishmael. And you know what? God didn't say, that promise I'm taking away from you. That's the beautiful thing about God. Amen. We might mess up, but his promises are set, and they will come through. That's a guarantee. Here's a guarantee. God is love. There is no love outside of God because God is love. You can't find love outside of God. You can't. There is no love outside of God. There isn't, right? God is love. It's not just a general love. It's a personal love. And the Lord said, I know you by name. That's not in a bad way, <laughs> you know, like, Jeff Woods, get over here. Not like that. It's like, oh, boy, I really like that Easton. It's that way. Boy, I tell you what, I'm really excited for Felisa. That's, that's what he's like, right? Amen. Here's another guarantee. It's not the will of God that any should perish. God does not want to see people lost. Amen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only, this is a different version, I should say begotten, because uh, let me say something. Let me, let me just say this really quick. I know that says only son, but it's begotten because we have sons right in here. God has more than one son, but he only has one begotten son, right? So anyway, maybe that's a little too... Anyway, those are my personal feelings on it. Sorry about that. Um, gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life or eternal life on, on this one. Amen. So God so loved the world. He, it was his plan, his desire. Amen. That he did not want to see anybody perish. And so he came up with this plan out of his love, to offer salvation to all of humanity, whoever would accept it. The Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. It's more than just salvation to the world. It's personal. He did it for me. He did it for me. He did it for you. For you. Well, I tell you what, the first time you read in your Bible in your bedroom... And you realize that this awesome, almighty God that sometimes you can't comprehend sees you and loves you. I remember I was 18, 19, hard, hard sinner in the world. And I was reading my Bible at night. And it hit, and I, and I saw it. I read it where it says, and when you do your prayers, 
go in, in, in your prayer closet and what you do privately, God shall see. And it hit me. Is he seeing me right now reading this Bible? And all of a sudden, I had tears coming down my eyes just by myself. Was I saved? No. Did I know how to become saved? No. I had to go to a church and have a preacher preach and teach. But I remember how special that was when you realize that how personal salvation is. The Bible says there is no greater love than that right there. There is no greater love than that. Right? This is the love that he puts upon all husbands. It's our duty and responsibility to give our life in protecting our wives. As Christ loved the church, so the men are supposed to love their wives. Right? When the boys were little, I would say, okay, I'm running in the store. You guys, you know, they were like eight, nine, seven, six. Here's the deal. You guys protect your mom. If you have to, you fight to the death. <laughs> I'd say that all the time. You fight to the death. <laughs> anyway. Here's a guarantee. The promise is unto you and to your children and all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Salvation wasn't just for those that were back in Jesus' day. It's a guarantee that it is for you and I today because God is still calling people. Right? It's a guarantee. It's a guarantee I will never leave you nor forsake you. What a comfort. What a guarantee. Man, yeah, you're going to have people in this world who you trust and admire and look up to, and they are going to walk out on you. But God will never leave you. It's a guarantee. Whoo, boy, we got so many guarantees. No wonder that we're going through life a little more like this than the rest of the world, Right? Oh, listen to this, this guarantee. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. That is a guarantee. And receive you unto myself. He's not going to send another. It's going to be him. We're going to see him as he is. That where I am, there ye may be also. Woo! What a guarantee. But as it is written, oh, listen to this one. I hath not seen. No one's seen it, nor ear heard, and neither had entered into the heart of men the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. It is a guarantee that what God has prepared is going to be mind-boggling. It is going to blow people away. He made all of this in six days. He's been working on something for us for the last 2,000 years. 
Woo! It's going to be mind-boggling. How awesome. You don't want to miss it. Here's how awesome it's going to be. Would you believe me if I told you I've got some inside shots? This is on earth here. Okay? If this is on earth here, just imagine what God has in store for us. This is just here on this earth that is decaying and dying. It's pretty nice. Look at this. Can we put one of those like in Columbia Park or something? That looks pretty neat, huh? Playground of dreams. Look at this guy coming down this cave. Can you imagine? We can't imagine. It is going to be so spectacular. Look at this place. Now, I would like to take a week off from work there, no cell phone, nothing, and just hang out. <laughs> I have no idea. Beautiful. Beautiful. Hey, there we go. Some of us have been there. Huh? I had to find a tree to drive our Suburban through when we went 15 years ago. Oh, man, that was like one of the most exciting things in my life. To find a tree, we drove our Suburban right through the middle of it. <sighs> Look at this. Rainforest. You know Washington State has the only rainforest in America? Do you know that? I've never been there. Who's been there? There you go. The Olympic rainforest. Man, I'd like to go. Ah. Oh. It's tough to beat up in the mountains. That crisp air. Oh, boy. It's going to be beautiful. Here we go. The white sandy beaches of the Caribbean. Just gorgeous. Lake Tahoe. Yeah, that's Lake Tahoe right there. Lake Chelan is like that, too. I've only been there one time, but. Anyway, look at that. Beautiful, huh? Hey, that's right in our own backyard, Mount Rainier. There are some gorgeous places right here in the northwest. And let's see here. The cliffs of Ireland. I don't think I'd want to do any cliff diving there. <laughs> Man. This, I can't wait to see when I was a kid growing up in Hawaii. I remember these. I spent the first seven years of my life. These, uh, they called them monkey trees. Oh, well, anyway, we called them monkey trees. So, <laughs> Okay, well, anyway, that's, uh, that's, that's what I remember in Hawaii. So I'm looking forward to seeing those trees. 
And then one of my personal favorites. <laughs> hey, you don't like the Tri-Cities? <laughs> I mean, people come from all over the world to see our beauty. Put that on a postcard. It's a guarantee that in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. Woo we will become like him. Praise God. Not in the fact that I'm not preaching the Adam God theory. Okay. <laughs> Amen. But this corruption must put on incorruption. And I like the King James version of that. Corruption, incorruptible. I don't like the newer translations, perishable. It makes me feel like a piece of lettuce, you know, something perishes in the fridge. Corruption speaks of a plan that was perfect and something corrupted it, and there needed to be a savior to correct it. So I kind of get a little... You know, I'm protective. I've, 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 I mean, I've studied that word for a long, long time. And so, anyway, people say, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Psalms 23, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. A lot of these new translations say, though I walk through a dark valley. I'm not worried about walking through the dark valley. <laughs> when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I want to have comfort of knowing that God is with me, right? Anyway, I got to get off, get off that subject. I wasn't planning on saying that. It's just when I read these scriptures, it hits me. It's a guarantee. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. I'm almost done here. Praise God. You are sealed unto the day of redemption with the Holy Ghost. You are sealed. That's a guarantee. Just as in the days of Moses, it was a guarantee that if the blood was applied on the door, amen, you were going to live. It is a guarantee, amen. That's the sign of his children that have been washed in the blood and filled with his spirit. And my last slide tonight is this. There is only one way to God. It's a guarantee. Jesus himself said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father. No one gets to God except through me. Aren't you thankful for your guarantees? The world is going to shake and do this, but hey, I'm all right because I'm living on the guarantees of the Word of God. Aren't you? Praise God. Amen. We'll stand and be dismissed at this time.